Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. I'm Kimmy. And Carlin's here, too. I just totally messed up our intro, and I'm down with it. And this is Carlin. <laughs> Welcome to No, I'm part of the group. I should be able to come in and say, and I'm Carlin. Or maybe yes. I would do a different inflection. It's weird that we don't do that. So that's why I just got super, <laughs> From super now strange. on, it'll be all three of us. But. This is 51 First Dates. We're so glad you guys are here. We're so glad you're listening. Carlin, we're so glad you're back with us. We are going to talk about dating and other stuff, but mostly dating. <laughs> and some stuff. I'm getting tighter and tighter on my on my intro slash business. Um, how is everybody feeling? How are everybody's levels? Ooh, Great. Meant- it's November, which is really weird, and I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's a bit stressful. I feel like it shouldn't be the holiday season already as well. Though Halloween was really effing cute. All the babies dressed up. That makes me want one, I will say. Yeah, and also all the adults. I I haven't dressed up for Halloween in probably 10 years, but I loved every single adult Halloween costume on Instagram. I loved every child Halloween costume. I loved every pet Halloween costume. Like, I love Halloween costumes, and I really, really enjoy that it's a fucking nonsense, silly, fun holiday that we can all celebrate how we want. Like, that should be the model of every holiday. Fuck yeah. I also enjoy candy. Like, more candy. More, yeah. (laughs) I was jealous of trick-or-treaters last night. I may or may not have taken a... Taking a candy from a bowl that was very full, very late in the night. So just saying. (laughs) I'm jealous. I didn't get any Halloween candy this year. And like, I just didn't, I didn't come across any. And I'm feeling very bummed out about it. Um, okay. Should we do business? Should we talk about our episode? Today we're going to have a great episode. (laughs) I feel very, I I don't know why I feel I need to apologize for this every episode. But I feel very businessy when I talk, force us to talk about business. Um... We are going to check in with Carlin a little bit about her dating journey, hear about a recent remote date, and then we are going to talk about some questions that we like to ask ourselves to figure out what we want in a relationship. So we're going to be your spiritual gurus, LOL. That's a joke. Um, Carlin will probably say some wise things, but And yeah, that's our ep today. Did I miss anything fun? No. No. You 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 hit all the notes, Liza, and it was beautiful. Right. Love oh it. Should we do a quick consumption to start? Yeah, let's quick consumption. Um I, I watched that Gwen Gwen Shamblin documentary on HBO Max, The Lady of the Hair, which I have so many questions about 
<laughs> the hair and the pieces it took to construct that. And then my second observation is like I've never seen any documentary or movie that movie that makes me think religion is fun or good. No offense to the people that are religious, but it's just like, oh boy, I just you know it's just rough out there. Like, good luck to you guys. Like, you know, cheers. Yeah, that one was dark because it. I mean. Her hair is so comical, but you kind of didn't know how dark it was going to get. I don't know. I also thought that would have been a great Halloween costume, probably too niche, but the photo on Instagram would have been great. I always have a last minute idea about um, cult leaders. I wanted to be Keith Raniere from Nexium last year in volleyball with my hair, but you know, I always think of it too late. But yeah, her hair. I was kissing people on the lips. <laughs> just I'll just go around gently kissing, kissing them. <laughs> This year, on uh, I saw Anthony from Queer Eye and his partner on Instagram went as Lula Rowe, and it was hilarious. Their costume was so funny. They found the most absurd, like bold colored fabric and made these janky ass outfits and had like all these like boss babe, like blah blah signs. So that was a fun, like not cult but MLM inspired costume. Yeah. Um, Kimmy, what about you? Consumption. Consumption. Okay. Speaking of dark shows. But that are good. Uh, Dope Sick. I haven't talked about this yet, I don't think. I think I was kind of shouting it out. But uh, this is the scripted show on Hulu about the Sacklers. Um, Well, more about the opioid crisis. But um, specifically, yeah, it's just really dark but very good. And uh, one of those shows where I feel like I'm in another place actually. Like in – I'm at the beginning still. So just I recommend for for when you – I keep hearing about it. Yeah. I feel like it's something that's come up a lot. Like a lot of people have recommended. I've got to get. I've got to get into it. Kimmy's my main con- uh, content influencer, so I'll basically <laughs> watch anything she tells me to. Um, I watched the Brittany Murphy documentary. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dark on HBO, it's two parts. It's really, really, really sad. Um, it's also just reminded me, which we talk about a lot here, but like. The fact that the early aughts were like a very dark time for womanhood. And I mean, this is like she was kind of concurrent with Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, like Lindsay Lohan, like these type of like public meltdowns becoming a brand of entertainment. And uh, it was just so upsetting. And her eating stuff was so upsetting I would not recommend it to anyone with a history of disordered eating, but I I would in general recommend it because I think it's just a healthy reminder like to be very careful of who you let into your life and be very protective of your health and your your mental health. I'm not blaming her at all. His her, her husband was an absolute fucking con man, con man who tricked many people and a huge fucking liar and just I mean like I am absolutely not blaming her. She was manipulated and lied to. But it was just one of those things where every one of her friends and family members interviewed, or they didn't interview family members, her friends interviewed were like, we tried everything we could to stop this and we couldn't. Like, it was really batshit and very, very sad. So that's my bleak consumption corner. We've all had bleak consumption this week. I know, none of us watched anything happy. (laughs) And all about, like, manipulation at different levels, like corporate (laughs) manipulation, religious leader, and um, person who lives in your home, who you're married to. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) Ugh. Spooky Halloween. It's never ending. It's truly anyone. (sighs) I've been meaning to watch that, though. So. Oh, man. 
it took me on a journey. I was in a, I was in a very dark place for for a while. Um, okay, so Carlin, uh, I can't transition. Um, tell dating. us about your dating journey. Uh, it's, What's happening? It's still rough out here in Connecticut. Uh, East Coast Angels having I don't want to say trouble because that makes it seem weird, but like it's just <laughs> it's just a different. I know we talked about this before, but like the conservative angle is still very interesting to me. There's like this one profile that his thing said like red, white, and boozed, and then he was like, "Oh God!" He swiped right on me, but his profile was like, "Swipe left if you're vaccinated," and I was just like, "But my profile says I'm vaccinated." It was just like a very like weird. There's just like a lot of weird things about vaccinations on there, and it just, oh, gosh, it makes me nervous. <laughs> um. But other than that, uh, oh. I did, <laughs> there was this, um, this nice guy that we connected with on the app and then, uh, decided to still do a virtual date. And I think not necessarily for COVID reasons, but what I like, like one of the effects of COVID is that it's okay to do like a virtual date, like as the first step, um, before like meeting in person. And just because like I'm in a new place not that I don't feel safe anymore, but it's not like I have like, you know, a regular bar that like, you know, I'm like comfortable, like everything is new. So it just like felt like, you know, too much pressure to do that. Um, and yeah, it was good. It was interesting to like get, get back into it. Um, I'll call him Mr. Long Island cause he's from Long Island. Um, and I've never, not that we're dating, like talk to somebody from, New York but he was just like very New York and it was just it was just interesting he was like oh I'm from New York we interrupt people and I was like okay (laughs) um but yeah it was it was good to quote-unquote get out there yeah interesting now who proposed like a virtual date was that your pitch to him or did he suggest it that was my pitch because it was starting to get like you know you can only talk about like some like music interests and whatever, like on the app. And like, I, I mean, I don't get restless, but like after like four or five days, it's like, Oh, let's just strike while the iron's hot. And so I did it and he was very nice about it. And then he was kind of cute. He was like, so when should I pick you up for our virtual date? And I was like, Oh, you can come scoop me up at 9 PM. Even though there was no scooping, like it was just virtual, but, um, it was super, it was super cute. Um, yeah, and then it was actually, I decided, I mean, I got, I mean, I, got, I was about to air quote it. I did get dressed, like, and I, like, washed my face and did a little bit of makeup. But I've been in a habit of trying to buy real pajamas, like, instead of, like, you know, tattered t-shirts. It's like, I want a real set of pajamas. So I wore one of those, and he's like, are you wearing pajamas? And I was like, yes, I am, but don't they look lovely? And he was <laughs> like, they do. And then he went, and it was, like, the kind of pajamas, like, with the collar and, like, the piping at the ends. Oh, and yeah. he had, like, similar ones. He's like, I'm going to put on my pajamas. And then there were just, like, two cute little cute little people on a first date in their pajamas. And it was very much like a Disney movie. And he looked like a Disney dad. And it was adorable. That is adorable. very cute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Also, just, I, I'm with you, Carlin. I have not done a great job about it, but, like, trying to get myself into cute pajamas more often. It, it feels like a, a grown-up lady thing to do. So what what do you, what would you say, Carlin, to someone who's like, I don't know, virtual dates scare me in different ways. What do you think, like, the hack is for making it 
I don't know. Making it like okay and okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess people might just feel I don't know why it's less to me. I could I can weirdly understand how it could be more intimidating to have like a face to face on camera rather than with other people at a bar, even though I know that's an right. insane sentence to say. No, that makes sense. Cause I mean, it's very much, it's like, it's you and me, buddy. Like I'm looking yeah. at you and you're looking at me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Unless... There's nothing except conversation. Like right. the only thing is conversation. You can't, and you can't talk about what you're drinking or eating. Right. And there's so no, there's yeah. no like people watching or anything. And it's not even like, Oh, what's that in your, pr-? I mean, he, he was like, so yeah. you're sitting in front of a white wall. And I was like, yes. And then, like, when my couch came into view, he was like, oh, it's nice to see something else. I was like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I just moved here. But, yeah, I think it's – I don't know. I have actually – I was thinking about this afterwards, and I've never had, like, a bad uh, or, like, an uncomfortable first virtual date or any, you know, stage of virtual dating. And I think that's maybe just because, like, I'm weird and, like, know how to, like, break the ice – enough that it works like I very and I think actually I've been influenced by Liza's niece so I've always loved dinosaurs but I think it was like after (laughs) spending the weekend with Abby that I was like fuck yeah dinosaurs are awesome we should all be talking about them more I can't stop thinking about dinosaurs there's like a google thing just like really quickly there's like if you just google dinosaurs there's like this app within google that will like put a dinosaur in your room to show you like the size comparison no. Yes. That's Get on there. Oh it's my amazing. God. Just right. Yeah. Oh my. I'm no. Blow my niece's Sarah, mind. Exactly. Next time I'm with exactly. Her. Please text that to Sarah. Um, so I have anyway. to text you guys her Halloween pictures. Just shout out because she was a T Rex and she was. Did she get that costume adorable. from Pottery Barn? I think they went like a little bit more Amazon. My sister's very fair. like she's three. We're not spending money on that. You know? Yeah. I did see it. And but, I was like, this is a lot, but also it's awesome. Anyway, so dinosaurs are amazing. Um, and I feel like most of us, most people feel that way, but they don't like think about it until something's like, I mean, would you go to Jurassic Park with me like on opening day? Because I would do that. I would be an idiot, but I would do it. I would, I want to see just one more thing about dinosaurs. <laughs> I want to see the movie or experience it in real life where Jurassic Park just has like a day where like nothing goes wrong. Like it's fine. It's just like a regular dinosaur park because that would be fucking amazing. So cool. Yeah. Anyway. Like so a you- rom-com set in Jurassic Park where just two people fall in love, but there's like dinosaurs there. Right. Or, you yeah. know, they have a wedding there or something like, I don't know. There's so many possibilities. <laughs> so... In the same way that I just went on that tangent, like, you feel great, right? You feel loose. You feel like, I can talk to this girl. I feel like that's pretty easy. You just talk about stupid shit. I think you're just good on first dates. That's why. You, like, that also you, might you be, called yourself yeah. weird. I think it's more, like, confident and, like, confident in your conversation skills, you know, which is something I never was. And you ask questions about fun things. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just try that. I think, you know, because I think it can, like, get a little interview interviewee, but I try to, like, not do those questions first because then and then also because if you are naturally curious about the person and like you do like them you do want to ask more of those interview questions but I feel like the first what is it like 15-20 minutes that it takes like a while to like get into it unless you like pre-gamed it which you could also do that I would like mm-hmm. strongly suggest um but yeah that that would be my tip is just to be weird but I think probably it's great. not enough of a first date to move to IRL second date. 
No, yeah. I well, so I I think I think that another interesting thing about virtual dates is that like so when you're on the app, which I'm sure we all have realized this, except maybe me, um, pictures are very static, and then. And by very static, I mean they're only <laughs> static. There's no <laughs> other option. But, like, it was interesting just to see how he moved and just mannerisms and, like, as they're coming to life. And not that I didn't like the way that he moved, but it was just – I don't. you just get such – you start to get the full picture, right? And then mm-hmm. I think what's interesting is that, like, you know, you go into it thinking, like, oh, I like this person. And then maybe there are other things that, like, oh, maybe I don't or, oh, maybe this – isn't attractive to me like different things and it's just like it's just an interesting way for like a picture to be like a water picture to be filled with information and then like maybe your opinion changes or your feeling changes like you know what I mean it was just to feel that like happening on the call I, I mean we talked for like almost four hours like it was pretty oh my sense. god is that weird also <laughs> that like, is that's bomb. so long That's long to talk to anyone. Yeah. Like in my other, like the last time I did a a virtual thing, like when I was in Chicago, that one is three hours. Do you think, am I being annoyed? I don't, this is anyways, no. No, I think you're just very good at talking. This has happened to me too when I talk to you on the phone. I'll be like, oh my God, we've been talking for three hours. (laughs) It's like, you know, you're just like very, very good at having a conversation. But this is my question about virtual dates in general is like, how did you know when it was over and how did you end it? And also, what the fuck did you talk to a stranger about for four hours? I mean, that's just yeah. a gift. Dinosaurs. No. Um, dinosaurs. I, dinosaurs. I, I usually end it because I get sleepy and I start to fall asleep as Liza has witnessed. <laughs> I've witnessed this. Mid-sentence, Carlin will be in the middle of saying a sentence and her eyes will close and yeah. her head will drop. Yeah. It's amazing. It's really it's really a remarkable gift. But then I get so like, no, I'm up. I can do this. And it's yeah. just like, and I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so that's usually like when it ends and they're like, oh, you're you're very tired. I'm like, no. <laughs> yes, I am. I'd like to go you. to sleep. Um, wait, what was the other question, Liza? Just like, what do you... It seems like if you talk for four hours, you covered a lot of ground, but you you didn't feel like there was a connection necessarily. Like, I'm basically, that's where I'm kind of confused. Not like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So I feel like he revealed some things that showed like where he was at in his life that didn't jive with where I was at. And like, maybe just like his thinking around dating and like he actually also was like new or is excuse me new to new haven um and then we were just i don't know talking about like what we were both trying to like get out of our experience here he also um revealed some personal information about um a mental disorder that he has which was incredibly interesting in the sense that like I don't think I've ever experienced that before like this specific disorder in the way that it was revealed to me especially just oh my gosh having known someone so like even in my head if I say like you know oh I've never had that experience before and it's like well maybe somebody had that disorder and I just didn't know about it because they didn't feel comfortable revealing it to me which would be totally fine um and I think that for me then it took me out of of the date in the sense that I was like, wow, I wouldn't even know how to d- 
deal with this as in how do I support somebody with this disorder or how do I even take care of myself when dating someone? And like, not that I would think that after a first virtual date that we would be dating, but like, you know, you just kind of think like, what would, what would it be having that person in your life? Um, and I felt like even I was, as we were talking or FaceTiming, I was like Googling it and trying to think like, you know, just to get like more information about it without like being kind of like insensitive and asking a lot of questions. I mean, he, we did talk about it some, but I think it was just by the end that we, in my opinion, are like are in two different places of what we want to do or pursue in relationships. I think he still is like just kind of figuring things out personally and professionally, emotionally, mentally, physically, all those things. Um, <laughs> which is not to say that I have every, anything figured out. <laughs> um, but I think it was, I think me being here in Connecticut in this new, in a new state, in a new place, like I want to be very purposeful about what I choose for my life and like what I choose to have in my life. I feel, I feel like for the past several years, I've just been kind of like winging it. I was in a job that I didn't really like in Chicago. Like I love my friends. It's in the same apartment that I had been in, but like wasn't really doing anything new. And here I just have this opportunity to really write the life that I want, I guess. And like a part of that is relationships and like putting myself out there. And it just, I think we were just on, or I feel like we would be on a different page in that sense. And then also, if I'm just being entirely honest around his disorder, disorder, I was scared and then still fucking terrified. Like it was just interesting to me to, to feel so vulnerable, but in a sense of like, just not knowing what to do, like not knowing what the answer was, like not having had an experience to compare it to. And like, what do you, do um I don't know it was just and I can't like stop thinking about it because I just like really I've never heard anybody talk about it before like how you deal with it and it was just it was just an interesting thing to go through and I don't say that like you know oh so like what I experience versus what he experiences every day I don't mean it that way at all just like in a way of you know having dated for so long and to have a truly like unique experience like that was um I don't know it was yeah. I, yeah. I think it, everything you're saying makes total sense, even not, you know, kind of skirting around what, not knowing what the disorder is. It's, you know, one, like, yeah, it's very tough to share that I'm sure on first dates. So I've got to give him credit. But two, it's, you have every right to be in a place where that works out with your life or not. Like that, you know, I feel like there, yeah, it would be very difficult for, for me to think about how to respond. I would get in my head. So I think I'm just trying to say, like, ev- anything you're feeling makes total sense. And this stuff is really tricky. We have episodes that has covered, like, certain, um, you know, mental illness and dating. But it's so hard, especially so early. Gosh. Yeah, it is really hard. And I do- – just, you know, I don't think there is really like a how to for, Mm. for it. Um, but yeah, I think it's always, I mean, I think it's always good to have like an experience like that, that takes you kind of like out of the arena that you're used to and makes you uncomfortable to see like, you know, how, what kind of growth that I need and just like how much I, I mean, I mean, I say this to myself all the time that I don't know anything, but I really don't know things some things um yeah so it was I am 
pleased is maybe not the right word to have had that experience and to have met him. And I would say like everything about it was positive. And if that's the least I can do is to like, even if we don't continue talking, like it's still, it's not like nasty or negative then you know, in like not a ghosting situation, then like I can, I can live with that. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot there and obviously because you guys talked for so long and weren't in the same physical space, you got to like go into deeper stuff than maybe typical first date fair. But I feel like it's kind of the purpose of these remote dates. Like, of course, like he was very brave in sharing, sharing those parts of himself. But also ultimately, like you just realized you guys weren't interested in the same type of relationship, which is, you know, like you were able to have those conversations because it was virtual and because you guys weren't like in a crowded bar where things sometimes are surface level. Like, I think that's cool. It does like the idea of virtual dates freaks me out so much because I'm so like the camera stuff and like the I don't know, like we are all we all have Zoom fatigue fatigue. We're all tired of like doing so much with our faces to express how we feel. But um, I still think there is like power in a in a virtual or like a remote first date. Agreed. Yeah. I think it should be like a more normal thing like before. I mean, like, it's certainly fun to like throw caution to the wind and like, you know, meet up like immediately in person. Like I've had those dates, but like, I really, I feel like you can, you learn about somebody, but then you have a moment to pause and like really think about it. Whereas like so much is happening like in person. And then if you're at a bar and you're, Drinking, it's just, like, a lot. I think, like, things can get heightened when it's, like, purely while there, you can have, like, sexual tension, like, over, like, a FaceTime. But it's, like, really just, like, you've only got your words because you can't touch each other. You know, so that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love is blind style, but not because... <laughs> but, you know, but it's similar. It's, like, okay, we can just talk. That's all we can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't Interesting. Smell. Love is smell. Blind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it is, is that's true. It is fun though. Like when you go like to the next level of meeting in person and it's like all the other senses are engaged and it's like, oh, Um, yeah. Totally. (laughs) All right. Well, on the important topic of things you want in a relationship, we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about some questions to ask yourself, figure out what you want in a relationship. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are back and we're going to pep up the mood. <laughs> no, I and not that we have to be peppy all the time. We Every time we beat ourselves up for not being peppy, you all write in very nicely and say, it's okay. So comfort us again. No, we were just talking about really depressing shit over ad break. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like all our consumption is depressing. Like it's November. Like things are bad. I, I, brought, it, I brought it down even further during ad break. Right, the happiest thing, yeah. I will say, let's pep it up a little bit. Let's get a little bit 
moody and sexual with it. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, those are like the stereotypes I know about being a Scorpio, but I don't, I mean, moody definitely applies. We'll say that. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's almost your birthday. It is. Yeah. (sighs) We're going to get to celebrate lightly together in person, not on Kimmy's actual birthday, but we will be having a birthday podcast dinner for that. It is not. It is more of a celebrate Carlin for being so generous with her time podcast dinner, but (laughs) it's very sweet. I am skipping this birthday. It's the big three, three, and I don't like it. So I won't be skipping it. (laughs) It makes me feel so old. Okay. But I just, I thought this was an interesting topic. I don't even, Liza, how did we come up with this? I didn't see an article but maybe I saw an article about just like questions you should really be asking yourself about what you want in a relationship. And I didn't even read it. But then I was like, let's try to brainstorm our own questions. Like, what do you actually have to ask yourself to figure out what you want in a relationship or if you want a relationship? Because I think we're often trying to, one, talk about dating and how you know going on dates can can get you a relationship if that's what you want. But two, you know, we have so many preconceived notions about why we should or should not want a relationship, what a relationship should look like, I think especially as women. Um, And I just would love us all to kind of pitch some questions to each other. Well, this was Liza's idea. Um, And then try to like riff on these. Like what do you really have to ask yourself? I almost think about, yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of a lens of like things I didn't think of because I'm in my first serious relationship of my life right now. So things like that, like what, what, not like, do you have the same taste in music, you know, even though that's nice, but what do you really have to ask yourself? Maybe not the other person. Okay. Sorry. I've said the same sentence eight times in a row. Not at all. No, no, no. I feel like every time we have someone who's like a life coach or like a kind of mindful dating coach on, they talk about setting your intentions. And I feel like this is a big part of it. It's like, what are you trying to Like, if you want to be in a relationship, which is a big if, why? And, like, what do you want it to to bring to you and how do you want it to look and feel? And I think that when you're single, it's actually a really, really good time to think about those things that can help you, like, narrow down, like, some big questions. I certainly, between uh, my last relationship and my current relationship, was like, well, I know five things that are not going to work for my next relationship, you know, but I wasn't thinking about it in, like, a proactive, positive way. I was always thinking about it in, like, a reactive, like, how can I overcorrect my last fuck up way? Mm-hmm. Um, no shade to my exes. I think you're all lovely people. Uh, they're not listening. <laughs> Certainly not. Um, so yeah, does anyone ha- have a burning desire to go first? I have one. Yes. Um, Do it. Okay. So the, I was thinking of it like the question that I would ask myself is, what do I want to add to my life? Mm-hmm. Um, and not because, and this isn't like the whole like, because I'm not complete or whatever, but, like, to have another, I think Liza and I were talking about this at one point, like, to have, like, another person that has, like, all of their own shit and and loans and baggage and debt and things like that, like, what do you want to add to your life? Because, like, that's that's totally part of it. I mean, that's what it is. Wait, do, totally. Do I answer I or just somebody else answer? Yeah, answer. Okay, Let's answer. all answer. Okay. Well, I'll answer quickly or else uh, this is definitely something we could talk about for like five hours. That's but, true. Yeah. Okay. So I want to add um, some, well, for one thing I saw it on Reddit that was like, what do you miss about relationships or something like that? And it was like making out 
because you can't make out with yourself. Like there are other sexual things that you can do to yourself and it's just great. But like the act of like you can't, there is nothing that replaces that. So I want to make out with someone every day. So like, uh, so Carlin, if you're, this is a terrible analogy, but if your life is right now like a bowl of ice cream scoops, like we're making the sundae, like one thing you want to add is the make out sprinkles. Like oh gosh, sprinkles. yes. Like we're adding toppings to yeah. our lives. Oh my gosh, I love this game. We're, yes, make out sprinkles. We're at 16 handles. We've got the full buffet in <laughs> front of us. That's right. So yeah. we're just doing the toppings. Oh my gosh, yes. I want to add make out sprinkles. Also, that's like a great name for some kind of business maybe one day. Um, <laughs> and then I think I want to add, yeah, like, like, well, I don't like hot fudge. A topping of like <laughs> support every day that goes beyond something like that my friends or family could give me. And because I've never been in a serious, like long-term, long-term relationship, um, I feel like it's maybe hard to articulate it, but I see it in, in my other friends, even like friends like Liza that aren't maybe like particularly like lovey dovey, but (laughs) Oh my God, your face. But like when I see it, it's like, right. I think there's, and not that I don't support myself, but just to, to have it in another external being I think when you are having like a really hard day and that person is just there for you I think would be I would love to add totally on board (laughs) yeah Kimmy do you want to go next yeah I for like what you would add yeah it's funny because I'm having this moment and then I was like no 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 that's the wrong way to think about it I was like what about (laughs) sorry to continue the ice cream metaphor like what about like asking you know, I'm not going to add a new question, but there's such a fine line between uh, like trying to fill holes or like add inside toppings to the ice cream. They're not toppings like um, more ice crunchies. cream, the crunchies chunks. of the ice cream, you know, the chunks, the chunks. chunks. Yeah, there's such like you can't be thinking about just plugging your holes with chunks from the other person, <laughs> but you can be thinking about what you want to add, which is why I really like the way you phrase this, Carlin, like adding someone's support versus needing it or relying on it. I really mm-hmm. like that. And so it makes me think about, I guess, uh, areas where I am kind of, uh, this is going to still feel like filling the hole though. Um, wow. Just beautiful words coming out of my mouth today. I guess like thinking about places where I don't have a lot of, skills and or um like eq and thinking about personally for example i think that i can be very hard on myself and on others and impatient so like having patience sprinkles i don't really know how to say this without ask i don't want it to replace something about me but i want it to be a nice uh, balance things out a little bit so that was Ooh, this ties into my question, okay. my big question that. that I'm going to ask just as a as a tantalizing um, teaser for for my question. Um, I love that, too. I think it's really important. I will reveal more later. I don't want to give only because I don't have I don't have any other good ideas. So I've got to use it. <laughs> oh, OK. It's one of your questions. Yes, it's, it's like one of my like, clue questions. I know. Right. <laughs> it's one of my questions that I'm pitching. So. Uh, my answer to Carlin's like, what are you trying to add to your life question would be like a lot of silliness and goofiness. Because mm. that's also something where I think like you can have it alone. I laugh by myself all the time. 
And I laugh at myself and I laugh at TV and whatever. But I just fucking love talking about farts with, you know, whatever <laughs> it is, just dumb, stupid, silly laughs are such a cheap and easy way to make your life better. And it's, you know, you can you can only laugh so much at your own thoughts, although I really do push the boundaries on that. I was laughing at myself on the subway just an hour ago. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, that would be mine. That's excellent. And yeah, that's such a. I, yeah. yeah, here, here, love that. Um, okay, I'm gonna do my question since I've t- since I've like teased it so much. Yes, please. and then so so we're all gonna do two if we have time. If not, we'll we'll put, bring this to another episode. So Carlin's first question was, "What are you trying to add to your life?" My question is, "What personality traits or skills, mostly like internal skills?" I'm not talking about like hanging stuff on the wall. Um, do you not have that you would like to see in your partner? I think that like similarities are great, but I also think that like a really, really great thing about partnership is exactly what what Kimmy was saying is like your partner can bring out sides of you that are not as prevalent and they can bring skills into your life that you don't have so like my answer for this would be like being open and honest and having and like telling people how I feel and also like being responsible for your like personal like for your life being being responsible with your home and your finances and like just just not being like well I don't know so I don't give a fuck like Give it, giving a fuck about things that um, I feel overwhelmed by. Like, those are things that I think I wouldn't have thought about really needing in my life. But Jeff brought so much of both of those things into my life, especially the talking about feelings and being honest, that I'm like, oh, my God, like, what would I, what would I do without that now? Like, hopefully I would have learned how to do those things on my own in therapy and by growing up. But it definitely would have taken me longer. <laughs> This is good. Yes. This is, yes, Liza. Yes. You've said it so much better than I, I don't know what I was trying to do. Answer Carlin's question with your question. I I just jacked your answer. I just stole it and was like, Kimmy, wait, I'm doing I think, because it is a different question though. I think that's, that was my weird chunk thing that I was trying to get to. (laughs) I will just go back to my patients being less reactive um, or sorry, being with someone who is not as reactive and impatient as I can be because you can genuinely learn from that person. Agreed. I think for mine, I would say um, adventurous. I I know we had the breakdown that I definitely do not want to camp ever in my life. Um, (laughs) But I think, I think that's just like not my, uh, not something I'm drawn to whatsoever. But, like, if it were in somebody, like, that was a value of somebody that I was with that for, like, all intents and purposes, like, I liked them, like, you know, despite the fact that they were into camping. Um, <laughs> like, that would be nice to learn that and experience that and break out of my shell, like, in hopefully, like I was saying before, like, a, su- a supportive way, you know what I mean? Um, so I think, and it maybe it's not I'm focusing on camping, but I think just, like, adventure could be like a lot of things even though I hate it when they say that on dating profiles like adventure is gross (laughs) yeah but like adventure could be anything it could be you know what I mean like it could be it could be weird fun like 
sex stuff or just different yeah. content. You know, like there's so many, there's so many ways to interpret that. But yeah, breaking breaking your you out of your shell is such a good answer. I feel the same way. Where it's like, get me get me out of this <laughs> these these ruts that I live in. <laughs> this weirdly segues into my question my one of my questions segue it (laughs) so while I am in total agreement with what Carlin just said and I'm in agreement with everything that's been said on this podcast ever just kidding but from you both yes I'm not in agreement with myself but okay thinking about that this is a bit uh cheesy or you've heard it before I think you need to ask yourself like what is my dream vacation as well as what is my dream Saturday, which I feel is like a microcosm of vacation. That's how I treat weekends. I'm just like lean in to things that make me feel good and happy. And I, again, that sounds like it's bordering on are you adventurous or you could be with someone who pushes you out of your comfort zone or who shows you different things. But I do think, and I feel this way literally, like we really have seen relationships that friends are in where they just change like the vacations they go on. You you spend so much money on vacation or it feels like you have to in, in many ways. And I really think even with close friends, like being able to spend an entire vacation together gets tricky. So it's not about finding someone who likes your exact same things, but just what do I like doing when I go on a vacation? Because I feel like it's the best way to think, what do I like doing you know, generally. Do I love spending time alone and reading and exploring? Do I love eating and drinking? Do I love like going really hard and hiking? See, I'm, I'm making it sound like it's about hobbies, but do you know what I mean? It's more, how do 100%. I want to spend my time? Because if you both don't have the same way of spending your time, it might be a great like dating situation, but I don't know. Maybe not a totally. Forever. No, totally. It's your priorities. I mean, I know I know a couple who is misaligned on how much time they want to spend with family, and it's a really big problem in their relationship. And I think that that happens so much because it can't just be personality match. And, you know, it, it also has to be wanting the same things. And a big part of what you want is how you want to spend your time. Like, I probably couldn't be with someone who wasn't also, like, kind of a lazy bum. Like, I just – I really like to, like – stay home and laze a lot even pre-COVID and it's probably like way worse now and it would be tough if my if my partner was like social 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 go 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 that would be hard like it's you know these things are um how you spend your time is like a huge thing that I think yeah people don't think about enough and I know a lot of couples who want to spend their time very differently and it causes a lot of tension and fights yeah and it doesn't but yes I feel like like right now like I love sleeping in on a Saturday too that is where I am most different from Tony but we do like the like going out and just spending a day like eating and drinking and that feels like fun to us you know which some people would be like this is so unhealthy get out of here so it doesn't have to be everything but I think it's it's something also if you just love spending time alone I think that's also something to pay attention to Oh my God, it's so important. I feel like my answer is going to be the same as well. So like a perfect Saturday for me, which I would also do while traveling is sleeping in late, which isn't that late by most standards. Um, But then like 
<laughs> talking like 8 a.m. Um, but the- <laughs> yeah. oh, Carlin's yeah. late. Yeah. Literally, Carlin's version <laughs> of late is my definition of waking up early. Yep. Yeah. Missing the sunrise, unfortunately. Um, but then, like, right, going out and, like, getting something to eat, getting a little boozy, seeing friends for, like, a little bit. And then depending on how much I ate, like, I just want to, like, go home and then mess around for the rest of the day. Like, day. quite honestly, that's, like, my perfect Saturday. Yeah. And then, like, watch a movie or, like, listen to some, like, good music at night, get tipsy again, and then mess around more. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great it. to me, but I would mess around before the meal, then the meal, then you come oh, back to the movie. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, agreed. Yeah, wake up. Yeah, let's add in one more mess around. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, Dan Savage's thing, the fuck first thing. Have you guys heard this? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, fuck before a big before a big meal because you're not going to watch you after that's true you're right okay so then after the meal there's like a quick like you know nice nap together like when it's like all the windows are open and it's really like lovely mm-hmm. then you're driven TV's in, on, then maybe. you get like tipsy again and then it's like you know great we're, we're back in the game <laughs> sounds like a good saturday um okay carlin i think you're up next okay um i I feel like this one. Oh, look at us all adding our questions to the Google Doc. Um, okay, so my other one was... I organized it in case we wanted to... I figured we might want to do a recap right at the end. So yes. I'm writing them down. Very Thank you for producing us live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. All of a sudden, I was like, 200-something episodes in, I'm like, you know what I'll do? Act like I produce this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my question I feel like is maybe something that's asked like all the time, but like, what are your boundaries and what will you not stand for? But I think that's just really, I think that's really important because I myself, and I can go first because I feel like I will let this go, but I will, I will not stand for poor communication. I think it's, I think it's hard to communicate around the big things, but if, if, if it's difficult for you to say like, oh, I'm not going to be there, or oh, I can't make it, then we are not going to make it. Like, I will not stand for poor communication from an adult that, like, you know, doesn't have the courage to not to not hurt me by, you know, the lies of miscommunicating or just straight up lies when, like, it's just so much easier to tell the truth for certain things or whatever. You know what I mean? That's so good. I'm like ferociously nodding because just hearing you say it, we've like we've read that we shouldn't accept bad communication, but hearing I will not accept bad communication, you can apply that from the beginning. I would have saved myself so much time because I also you you I I personally we're talking about what to ask yourself could not be in a long term relationship where there was bad communication. It would just not work for my personality and my insecurities and all that. Can't do it. Totally. Um, Mine for this would be dishonesty, which kind of touches on that, and unkindness, Mm -hmm. and also any type of withholdingness, especially, like, if, if anyone is in any way, like, threatened by me or tries to diminish me by being withholding or, you know, I'm like a loud, mouthy bitch, and I like to get drunk, and I have a podcast and I do all these weird things and I make films and I'm like, you know, 
And if anyone ever tries to, like, knock me down any kind of peg, which people have, like, that's a fuck you. It's such a sign of insecurity. That's, like, my my big thing. That's very good as well. The commandments of, yeah. Kimmy, do you have one? I guess mine was my, my heart of hearts. It's just feeling like I can't trust you. Um, that, to me, just is very personal to the things that, make me a Scorpio and I like loyalty no but that just make me uh it's not worth it all that anxiety I have enough anxiety you know not feeling like I have to worry about trusting someone it really goes along with both of what you each shared in a weird way totally into it all right all right here's my the fifth question my last question that sounded so dramatic why okay why is it better than being single this is inspired by Shaney Silver why is being in this particular relationship obviously like this is a imaginary relationship but in any relationship I feel like you have to be like is this better than being single and why and that is something that I really wish some people I know would would have done. You know, I feel like I see people often who are not happy in their relationships who were happy when they were single. And I'm like, okay, I can't bring it up to you unless we get drunk or something. But it's like, it, it does happen. And um, it's very tough to see. I this think is, sorry, Carlene, go. I was, I was going to say to bring it back to the ice cream thing, but a little bit, um, I if I'm imagining my quote unquote dream relationship, which I did listen to that at the Shaney Silver one. So good. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, buy her book. Everybody go buy Shaney's book. Uh, But I, it's better because I, I have sprinkles and glitter every day. And on top of my already like, you know, delectable ice cream self, you know, but in addition to that, it's bringing sprinkles and glitter just for the visual effects, you know, every day. Even on the oh. days when it's like less glitter and less sprinkles or it's like stale sprinkles or something. Totally. Yeah. There's at least some glitter and some right. sprinkles. Still sugar yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> Still sugar. <laughs> so I don't – I'm – going to cheat again but my question was kind of a version of this my other one it was a bit Uh harsher it was a bit more like I wanted to I think a good question to ask yourself is like what would I be most excited about if tomorrow I could say I was in a relationship and if it's like telling people boyfriend or telling posting on Instagram or saying almost told you so Mm. not that you can't be human and like want to show exes but I feel like that's a red flag within yourself of like what do I actually want to be in a relationship for so that's kind of a a darker way to look at the question you asked so I I guess like a little different and like important too but but we'll get to that yeah so I guess my answer is yeah it's a good I'm mixing up both questions, but there are things even so simple as like having alone time, picking, I always say picking the TV shows you want. That's wild for me to say, but just what, um, 
Yeah, really look at your life and think about the things you imagine doing with a partner and just double check that you can't do them with yourself. So again, I'm, I'm like asking another question. I'm very bad at answering these. Sorry, guys. No, um, that's exactly it. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think I just didn't give myself permission to do so many things. And I, I could mm. take myself out to dinner and things like that. But we talk about it with Shaney traveling. There are just so many things um, you do not need to be waiting for a romantic partner for. And there are so many things that romantic partners and love, you know, do add to your life. And the glitter, the sprinkles. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. My answer for this one is just I want to feel – more like myself and not less like myself like that's why it's better than being single to me when I when I've been in like the one good meaningful relationship I've had so I'm like oh actually yeah I feel more like who I want to be and not Mm. like I don't feel like I'm giving anything up I feel like I am only being added to in terms of like my life like almost you should be able to feel like sometimes it feels like when being silly like I'm embarrassed like I'm act like it reminds me of being a kid the way I'd be silly when I was a kid this is the specific example but then I'm like oh I'm being myself on a new level around another person and that that is nice that's a very good point totally yep okay so that's so Kimmy I'll restate your question or do you want to do your last question you should do it I don't know why I guess like if it's an I told you so even a baby I told you so to anyone in your life or even yourself which I think I was mostly feeling in some ways when I started this podcast I wasn't I think like Carlin you're dating from a very healthy place I was I had for so long really thought about like I just want to be able to have something to say almost to myself more than other people because I didn't have like a lot of familial pressure um to be in a relationship I just felt like what's wrong with me and that is just backwards thinking but I it's also really natural to go there when we have a society that talks about dating the way that we do same I won't I won't answer because it's literally the exact same thing that Kimmy just said except maybe with a tiny bit of more pressure from external forces yeah that's fair (laughs) it's a little yeah I think, and then what's the, the question is, what would you be most excited about excited about, about being in a relationship? I didn't word it that well. Right. I think yeah. um, it's kind of similar to an answer that you gave already, Liza, but like for, for there to be like an audience for my silliness, like sometimes <laughs> I just want to be like, oh, I just had this like crazy thought and like I just look at or I do something funny and I just look at my cats and they're like what the fuck is wrong with you which would probably be like a similar look that somebody I was in a relationship would give me but like you know I just think to (laughs) yeah I just think that would be really exciting and then if they too and hopefully would be like silly in return just like having that kind of like pure joy that like you had when you were a kid when you know you're just running around with an old dirty dish towel and it's like you know the greatest toy and speaking from personal experience and it's like the greatest dish towel um but yeah that's what I would do that's what I would be excited about guys wisdom okay I'm gonna restate the six questions before we go just because I think that honestly we're fucking brilliant and perfect (laughs) we're doing amazing sweetie okay so number one Carlin what are you trying to add to your life number two Liza slash me what traits or skills do you not possess that you would like to see in your partner? Number three, Kimmy, what is my dream vacation or Saturday? Number four, Carlin, 
What are your boundaries? What won't you stand for? Number five, me. What? Why is this relationship better than being single? And number six, Kimmy, what's the thing you're most excited about about being in a relationship? My- so, you know, journal on it. <laughs> My dream vacation Saturday one sounds like I was high and answering a different <laughs> Not at question. <laughs> it's so important and people overlook it. And people like are married who don't like to do the same stuff. Not that that can't work, but it's like, it's a thing. Uh, yeah, you yeah. want to have at least one, like, yeah, go on solo vacations even if you're married, but you want to have, like, one vacation that you enjoy together or one Saturday that you enjoy together. Yeah, or you want to be able to, like, kind of chill on Saturdays. That feels right. like a low bar to clear, you know? Guys, let us know if you have additions to this. Let us know if you think any of the answers we gave are misguided. Let us know what your answers are. You can do all of that. On Instagram at 51firstdatespod. You can email us at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. You can join our secret Facebook group. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Go on a date. A date.